Hello everyone, this is Grace Chaguna here with Maggie Chaguna. Um, today is September 8th, Wednesday, and I'm recording for my Ethnic Studies Oral History Project. Please tell me your name, your birthday, our relationship, and where we are. Okay, my name is Maggie Jaguna. I am 23 years old. My birth date is April 30th, 1998. Our relationship, you are my younger sister, and we are in our house, our family home. Nice, okay. So where did you grow up, and what was that like? I have three different homes, quote-unquote. I was born in Kenya, Africa, East Africa. I lived there until I was four years old. Um, I don't remember too much from there just because I was so young when I moved. I do remember a few times going back. Um, and then when moved from Kenya, we moved to Southern California. Um, I do remember a lot of my childhood from there, so I lived there from four years old to 12 years old, and then I moved here to Roseville. So I've lived in Roseville slash Davis for college um, from 12 years old to now. Uh, what was it like when I first moved here? I'll say moving from Southern California, um, Pasadena to here, Roseville was a bit of a culture shock. Um, I definitely was used to a little more diversity um, back in Southern California, um, a little bit more freedom in a way a little bit more emphasis on just kind of like performing arts because I was a lot in that area and then moving here it was a lot of culture shock I didn't really see a lot of people you know my ethnicity or just you know more diverse and it was a lot more strict on academics which was fine um, it was just a shift for sure so of those three places which was your favorite to grow up in I'll say here, Roseville, just because it is where I remember most of my memories and where I have made a lot of my memories, my friendships um, here in Northern California. Okay, so are you still friends from anyone from high school, middle school in Roseville? Honestly, <laughs> I have one childhood friend for real. Um, I have one friend from Southern California, her name is Isabella. I have one um, of my very best friends that I met actually in seventh grade when I moved here. So that's really the only friend I have from um, like elementary slash high school. Most of my friends have been still here in Northern California, but in Davis where I went to college. Nice, nice. So how would you say your classmates from like middle school, and high school, elementary school, college, how would they remember you? Um, I was a smarty, you know, I was in them smart classes. I pretty much traveled with the same group of people from middle school and then we went into high school, we were in the same classes. And so just kind of like, uh, I, some of them would know me as pretty quiet. Some of them would, you know, if they knew me well enough, you know, like if we interacted enough, they would know I'm kind of like loud and weird and kind of goofy. Um, they would, yeah, they would remember me as a scholar, and depending on how close of a relationship we had, they would either know me as quiet or like me. So what are your best memories from high school, middle school, elementary school? <laughs> 
Honestly, I don't remember too much of them. I don't know if it's like a amnesia type of thing, but I would say definitely just the times that the fun times I had with my friends. Um, not necessarily in class, because in class is kind of like you know we were handling business. I had like maybe two or three friends where we would actually have a friendship, but you know um, I said I have one friend Jessica who I'm still friends with, but during those times I did have like a, you know a pretty good circle of friends. So just the times I you know those in between times times at lunch things we would laugh at dances um hanging out after school um just yeah those were those i would say my favorite memories oh specifically um after school like after school i had like a group of friends including the one i'm still friends with and we would take the bus home and we would always hang out at this green belt outside of coyote ridge and um did I say green belt like a green power electricity box whatever and that was kind of like the spot to hang out at so we made a lot of memories over there you know had good laughs got in trouble sometimes you know um <laughs> I, I won't get into all of that but definitely had time good times on the bus and um at that spot on the bus after the bus ending. awesome awesome so what lessons did you learn from that time of your life like while I was in the time or now looking back? You can give me both. Um, I'd say at that time, I'll say more of after the fact. Like I'm thinking back now at things that I thought were so serious or that I thought was like end all be all and really truly everything changes you know nothing is meant to stay the same I think at that age I was trying to hold on to so many things to friendships to different relationships to you know just different situations and um really it's not that deep like we're meant to grow we're meant to evolve um we're meant to outgrow different friendships to grow into other ones and I would honestly say it's just a matter of like not uh, having so much attachment to everything, but really enjoying all the moments that you're in, like really being present in those moments. So let's go into a little bit about your family life and growing up. So who were your parents and what were they like? My mom's name is Esther Jaguna. My dad's name is Charles Jaguna Mwangi. Um, they are both Kenyan. They are both super intelligent, super smart. Um, my mom is a nurse. My dad is an engineer. They're both business people. Um, they're both educators. So I feel like I get, uh, though I didn't go into medical profession or engineering, you know, I feel like I still have a lot of my academic, you know, excellence from them. Um, they're both, you know, really lively, really, um, friendly people. Um, my mom really loves to host people and uh, really talk to, they both love to just talk to other people and learn about their different experiences and things of that sort. So yeah, that's what they like. Cool. Um, do you have any siblings? Nah. <laughs> okay. That's the end of this podcast. I don't exist. <laughs> just kidding. I have two amazing sisters and one other sister that I claim is my own. Um, I have an older sister. Her name's Elizabeth. She's two years older than me. And I have a younger sister who's currently giving me this interview. Her name is Grace. Um, she is six years younger than me. So we got a big 
pretty big gap there. And then we have um, a younger cousin who's really close to us. Her name's Juliet. She is 17 years younger than me, so six years old now. Um, and she's, you know, pretty much like our sister. Um, I didn't mention before um, someone who's not a parent, but a guardian to me who I grew up with as well as my aunt. Her name's Ida. And she really um, took care of us growing up. And um, she's she's amazing too. She's a nurse. She um, She's a little more reserved than my parents, you know, but she's definitely like big on like really talking to people and really pulling the best out of them. And so she has a daughter and that's who we claim as our sister. Um, yeah, my sisters are my best friends, all three of them. And I, yeah, it was great growing up with, well, you know, we had some rocky times for sure. And it's taken a couple of years to build our relationships, but I think, you know, I love where our relationships are at now, um, both like individually and like as, you know, a collective. So yeah cool what was it like being a middle child Ooh, child <laughs> um I felt really forgotten at times I felt like I had to act out like that's not even a joke like you just kind of like eh you know they're focused on making the older one grow up making sure the younger one grows up we just kind of feel like in the mix sometimes but you know it wasn't terrible I feel like I don't have like crazy stories or like crazy abandonment like a lot of people um do um claim from being a middle child so I'd say it was okay I think it was nice because I got to have a path set for me through my older sister and also you know um, help set a path too as well for my younger sister sisters um so yeah I'd say it was pretty it was fine what were the most important life lessons you learned from your family honestly at the end of the day like families who's gonna be down for you is what I've learned like as you heard I really I've kept one friend and I uh, from childhood and a few other friends from college but really like people come and go and as much as you may have disagreements as much as you may not always see eye to eye with your family like those are the people who really hopefully really love you the most you know and um and would go to the highest of mountains, lowest of valleys, to make sure that you're okay, to make sure that you're growing, to make sure that you're loved and all of that. So I would say that, and just to stay focused, like all my family members are really focused. So when I see myself getting distracted, like each one of them will help me keep, even the little one, you know, even little Juliet and with her learning and growing, I'm like, ooh, I gotta keep learning and growing too. So um, definitely to just, to, to know that I'm always loved, to know that I have people to love, you know, as I live and to, and to know to like stay focused and that I can achieve anything that I want to and set my mind to and I have a support system behind me as I do that awesome all right all right so a little bit more about your career and your college experience so growing up what did you want to be I wanted to be, well, honestly, truly, at a really young age, I wanted to be a fashion designer. I was all about fashion and style and clothes and jewelry and all of that. Um, As I grew up a little bit more, just kind of the way our, like, our culture is set up, it's 
felt like a lot of pressure to either have one or three professions, either you were a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. I didn't want to be, I kind of want to be a lawyer at some point, but I settled on being a doctor, right? Um, but not that I wanted to be one per se. All I knew is that I liked working with children, like working with youth. I had done that for literally like so much of my life from even elementary school, especially in high school and even throughout college. Um, and so I said, okay, if I got to be a doctor, I'll be a pediatrician. So that's what I went into college um, thinking I was going to pursue, but that quickly changed. Um, <laughs> I realized it's one of those professions and not even just being a doctor, but especially like on the path to becoming a doctor, like it needs to be something that you are like 150% sure of, or it's just going to be treacherous. And it wasn't I decided it just wasn't something I was willing to do because the root core of it is like, I just, I wanted to work with children. I wanted to work with youth. Um, I also was really, um, but I didn't go into a major that was focused on youth. I did managerial economics just because I did have a lot of experience with like administration throughout high school. Um, but my work experience in college was directly um, related with, you know, being in a classroom, working with youth, um, underserved and underrepresented youth. So, yeah. Okay, so what do you do now for a living? Currently, I am a project manager in the education sector. Um, so I do training and outreach for a company called ETS, formerly known as Educational Testing Services. And um, we work to support um, the California Department of Education and um, basically providing the standardized assessments that students have to take throughout um, K through 12. And yeah, <laughs> so I do a lot of training. I, I, I'm not working directly with students as I would like to at the moment, um, but I am still glad to be able to kind of have that indirect uh, hand of support to classrooms and educators. Okay. Um, do you have any side hustles, side businesses? <laughs> um, I'm currently working on getting together a small fashion business. It's in the works right now. I am, you know, we got some shipments coming out. So like Afro fashion, I'm really into that. Um, I also, I trade Forex. Um, <laughs> I trade Forex. Formerly I was running like a business, you know, just kind of supporting people in who want to do that. But I'm just pretty much focus on learning that a little bit more in depth and I'm also you know working on building up just a program to help students with college applications and maybe later on even just like academic advising throughout the school year awesome awesome so what do you want to do in the future and then how did you discover that's what you wanted to do um I guess I'm still figuring out career-wise what specifically I want to do. I know that I want to stay in the education sector um, because that's that's where my heart is. Um, I, I have a vision to create like an organization that's centered around holistic youth development. Um, for especially for underserved and underrepresented youth and just pretty much working with students because I believe that students are more than just students, you know, they're whole beings. Um, and we have to consider that as we consider their academic progress and, you know, the things that they end up pursuing in their lives. So I just, you know, my heart is really centered around making sure that growing up youth are good, you know, uh, in a holistic 
from a holistic lens. Um, so I know that that's what I want to do. I definitely want to keep working in like ab advocacy. I'm, I've become really like into advocating in the educational field. Um, so that's what I want to do. Um, I don't know how that's going to come together and how did I realize I want to do that? Honestly, it's always been in my heart, you know, literally from like preschool, I was taking care of somebody else. Like, you know, of another student, I still remember his name is Isaac, um, and throughout high school, especially just mentoring and people. And so I just, I decided that, you know, it may not be the most uh, desired path for a lot of people, but that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm good at. And that's where I want to be able to make a difference um, while I have time on this earth. So that's how I decided I want to do that. Um, and it also gives me room and flexibility to, you know, kind of pursue some of those other interests like music and, um, or I didn't mention music, but I'm into music as well, like music development, fashion and business. Awesome. Okay, as we finish this interview, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nothing in particular, unless you have anything else for me. Not today. All right. Not today. Then All I right. think we're good. We're good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, and thank you for listening. We'll catch you later. Bye.